Hey, this is Taryn from Accounting, and you're checking out the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. That's right. And by now, you know, 200-something episodes, you would say with me, I am your Sherpa. Or, you know, how my camera will just not acknowledge me right now. <laughs> if you guys are watching this live, you guys will know that my camera just shut off. But anyway, like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. And that's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. So who's entering the ring today? You can find this person at LPWSOS, WrestleCore, RCW, and P. W-A. She is here to check the books to make sure that they're right. He's also our first guest from Canada, and she is Taryn from Accounting. Hey, and you'll hear him. I brought him inside. We've also got Austin in the background. Awesome. So this is definitely a pet-friendly podcast, because I know a lot of people are like, what? I'm like, nah, man, we love dogs. Like, that's what we do. Anybody who's Anybody who's paid attention to our podcast knows, like, hey, like, they are definitely about, after we lost our dog back in May, we adopted another one. So I was like, yeah, welcome all pets. Sweet. So, one, thank you for coming on the show. I definitely appreciate this. Thank you for having me. I'm going to kind of be moving around. I didn't have, like, time to set up and everything. So I'm just, like, trying to organize. This, this podcast alone, like... Because we do it di- like remotely, right? Like mm-hmm. we've had this, we've had this podcast pop up like while people were driving. Don't do that, right? We've had people who like were on vacation and wanted to jump on and do it. Like, okay, yeah. that's fine. So it's kind of like it's been around. It's been crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So we're always like loving to have everybody come on the show. So definitely, it's kind of cool because, like I said, like you are our first guest from Canada, so we definitely are very much appreciative that we get to go hang out with our neighbors in the north. But I got to ask the big question. Who is mm-hmm. Taryn from accounting? Who is she? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a dog owner. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm a wrestler out of Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> and um, I'm a dog mom. <laughs> yeah awesome awesome i do i love dogs because like we had uh, a husky pit mix who we had for like 13 years when my wife and mm-hmm. i first met um and we've been married for 12 we dated we've been married for 12 we dated for a year and we had duke in the process of like being around so it was definitely kind of crazy to see like him transition with us and then you know we just recently lost him but we adopted another dog who's this uh chocolate lab beagle type mix and yeah mccoy's been like the joy to our world so we definitely are a big dog family as well over here i just met her she's so cute i love the way she was hugging you yeah so it was, that's what actually won me over with her was that when we first met her because i told my wife I was like we can go see her it doesn't work out it doesn't work out it's no big deal right it's, yeah it's kind of like a couple hours but when I wasn't paying attention, she put her paws up on my legs and then she like put her face in my face. And I was like, you can come home with us. Yeah. <laughs> like She won me over. I want to start fostering dogs, but like, I just know 
that once I start, I won't be able to stop. And like, I want to take them all home. Yeah, it, it was crazy because like, she's okay. So McCoy is such a beautiful dog that I couldn't believe that nobody really wanted her. Mm-hmm. But it was because I guess people weren't clicking on the link to see her. And they didn't know that she was available. So either it was like a dead link or just someone with it. But just we just so happened to get lucky enough to be able to adopt her. And like I said, she's only three. So we're going to have her for a quite a long time. And uh, yeah, she's just she's a lot of fun to be around. She's very smart. So cute. You know, I hated dog. I didn't hate dogs, but I just wasn't a dog person. Yeah. And then because Austin's a COVID puppy, obviously, you just get like bored and you're like, well, I spend so much time at home. Um, now I'm obsessed with dogs. Like I love them. I feel like that's like the natural trend. Not, not not, like not everybody, but sometimes like people go out of their way and they're like, Hey, I want to, I want to adopt this dog. And then like, I, cause I've heard a lot of horror stories. I'm glad that you actually kept yours because I've heard a lot of horror stories, at least here in the U S people, they, they get done with COVID, right? Well, they think they're, they're done quote unquote with COVID and they just Mm -hmm. give their dogs back to the adoption center. And then like, Mm the adoption centers get overwhelmed and then you're like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like you said you want to take this dog on. You kept it for like 10 months and then gave it back. Like that's oh, crazy that's- to me. I couldn't imagine like, he's so fucking annoying, <laughs> but I just like, I love him so much. Well, it's funny too, because like dogs, like, like they, you know, you know, people always talk about all the time, like, I choose them, they choose me, you know, but y'all end up just, like, choosing each other, and then, like, yeah. if one connection doesn't work out, like, it doesn't work out, it's no, it's no biggie, but when you take on a responsibility, you're like, I'm gonna make this dog a part of my life, like, and you're just like, ah, six months in, you're like, nah, I'm just done with it, I'm like, bro, what, they're not, <laughs> like, you gotta care. It's like, oh, they know, I couldn't yeah. imagine, Ooh. That's why I, I get mad with people, like, at least here, and I say that lovingly in the United States, that people think that it's just fun to just, like, do these, like, hey, we bought our kid a puppy for Christmas. Mm. And then, like, in January, they realized, like, well, we can't really take care of this dog, so we're just going to give it to the adoption center. Like, why did you make that investment? Like, that's yeah. – and it's not and it's not like dogs are cheap because, like, get a, get a purebred, you know, golden lab over here, and it's, like – it's like a thousand dollars, and so you make this big investment to be like, ah, my kid lost interest in it, so we'll just give her away. And puppies are hard. Like, there was a lot of times when, like, I got him where I was like, holy shit, what did I do? Like, what a huge mistake! It's so it's it's like having a kid. You can't go out after work. You have to like come back and spend time with him and train him, and they bite you back so there was lots of times where I was like I gotta get not that I gotta get rid of them but I was like this is too much yeah. what have I done and then you <laughs> and then you like then you like they like at some point like everything kind of like melts together and then you're like oh man I love this this is like the greatest thing of all time like so with Duke, right, um, my first dog, well, I don't say my first dog, that's not fair, but because I've had tons of dogs, but he was my first dog. And with Duke, it took Duke like six or seven years to adopt my daughter into his pack, right? And it just happened at the most random time, like my daughter was just laying on the couch, and then 
Duke just jumped on the backside of her and just kind of put his paw over the top and laid down and put like it looked like he was like hugging her. I was like, this is the first time I've seen this happen. Uh-huh. And I was like, that is and I, I I remember taking a photo of it and I was like, this is like one of the coolest moments to me. And I remember I've had moments where like like my daughter would be laying on my dog and they'd be on the couch together. And that's one thing. But when he jumped in her lap, I was like, yo, that's a whole different ballgame now. Yeah. So cute. So we are talking about dogs, but this is a wrestling podcast. So I gotta <laughs> ask, how did you get into the sport? Um, I honestly through family. Uh, my sister um, is a wrestler. She met a wrestler and married a wrestler, so she got into wrestling. And then I was just kind of like, "Well, oh, I love wrestling. I didn't know that was something that I could do." So they kind of helped me get into wrestling. They're out in Vancouver. Mm. So, um, yeah, they helped me get into wrestling out here in Edmonton and kind of showed me where to go, where to start out. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like people in the United States, like when it comes to wrestling and it comes to Canada, all we talk about is the dungeon. Like that's the only place people refer to. (laughs) Yeah. And and by all means, like, yeah, (laughs) classic school. But I was like, Man, that's all we talk about. <laughs> I know, yeah. I've never obviously been old. I'm gonna put him outside, but we'll walk and talk. Yeah, I've never been to the dungeon, obviously. I've seen videos and it's scary looking. Like I watched that one video, I don't remember what it was on, but like Stu Hart's like stretching out this guy and it's terrifying. <laughs> But you know what? Like, I don't know. I feel like that family, you know, they put out a couple of Hall of Famers, you know. Oh, just a few. yeah, they kind of know what they're doing. Kind yeah, of. yeah, kind of. Kind of trained a few people to be, like, really, really good. I don't know. It's, it's random. <laughs> so seeing that you've been around for a little bit in the in the business, I'm sure you have one of these things. And I definitely want to ask, what's the worst bump you've taken? The worst like the most painful or the scariest why not all of them (laughs) honestly the most scariest bumps end up being like the easiest and best bumps to take i'm finding um honestly i i think the one that took me like the longest to be like okay i can do this was doing like a Rana off the top ropes to somebody. And it's the easiest like move to give. But to me, like sitting up on somebody's shoulders from that high, cause I'm not brave. I'm not like, you know, I'm not a daredevil. I'm not a risk taker. So that was probably the scariest. Um, yeah. I don't know about the worst bump I've ever taken. Honestly, the, I like I got I separated my shoulder kind of um taking an arm drag. Like <laughs> so that was probably the worst bump I ever took. It hurt so bad. Yeah, it's crazy cuz like it's always like the little like the e- I don't want to say easiest like like the rolls that tend to like be the things that like do you in uh people who pay attention know that I tore my abdomen doing a three-quarter roll or a lucha roll or like, you know, shoulder rolls. Everybody knows them by different okay, names. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I was doing a shoulder roll, and I did it uh, instead of doing it with the same arm, same knee. I did it with the opposite knee and oh. opposite arm, and I just turned just right and just yep tore the tore muscle. Abdomen? Yeah, it was it was it was bad, and everybody was everybody thought like I did something else. They're like, oh, he just you know he he smashed his balls together. Oh, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, no, dude. I was like, it hurts to sit up. It hurts to lay down. It hurts to try to walk. Like, this how is long did that take to heal? Uh, I figure it was like eight, eight to ten weeks. Oh my god, that must have been so painful. It was so. Here's the crazy. Yeah, so here's the crazy part, right? So, I ended up leaving. I went to the doctor. They all they thought like I had a sports hernia, right? And that by rights, that normally would have would have been would have been. Um, and so the next day I drove back up to practice. I didn't go to, I didn't practice. Right. I just yeah. went up to my notebook, just started taking notes. Cause I was like, listen, like I'm hurt. I can't do anything, but I'm just gonna take mental reps. So that's all I did for eight weeks. The, the worst part was I was supposed to debut at a promotion like two weeks later. And because mm-hmm. I was hurt, like I didn't get that opportunity. So I was, I was pissed, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so it, but it ended up working out for the better because like, uh, I ended up getting like a lot of mental reps in my surgeon, the guy that was supposed to be my surgeon, uh, followed me on Twitter. Thanks. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah. And then I ended up, uh, getting the debut a couple months later and like it, it ended up working out for the better part. So I was excited. I was happy. Yeah. My, um, physiotherapist loves that I'm a wrestler. I think I give him lots of money. Um, but he's like, he hasn't been to a match yet, but he's always like trying to get his whole office to come and everything. He just thinks it's so cool. I I come to find that out. Like a lot of people tell me all the time. They're like, man, when's the next time you're going to be in town so I can check you out? And mind you, I live in Maryland and they're like, man, I, wouldn't, I totally want to come watch the show. I'm like, dude, I am booked more outside of Maryland than I am in Maryland. I same. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm the like, worst. One weekend a month, you can check me out in Edmonton, but that's about it. Yeah, somebody was like, uh, where are you at? They're like, hey, when's the next time you're going to be in Maryland? I was like, I don't know, September 24th. And they're like, oh, cool. And I was like, I'm not really even on that show. I'm just like <laughs> there. But they're like, well, when are you wrestling? I was like, bro, I wrestled like just this last weekend. So full transparency for people who are wondering, um, I just – made my uh, IWTV debut on uh, with Invictus Pro Wrestling in, out of New Jersey. And like, cool. I wrestle out of Delaware and I wrestled out of Pennsylvania and I wrestle in West Virginia. And I'm like, yo, I travel around, but Maryland seems to be the one place I just can't get booked in. And I'm like, sorry, like it's yeah. not my fault. <laughs> Wait, what's IWTV? Independent Wrestling uh, Television. Okay. So if you guys go check it out, IWTV.com, you guys can sign up. It's like $10 a month, or you can do like the full year for a hundred bucks. So, and you can watch all the independent wrestling that you want all around uh, the U S and I think worldwide too, depending, but GCW runs a lot of their shows out of on IWTV. You get Invictus, uh, C3W out of DC of, uh, let's see, Fight Club Pro Wrestling. There's a lot of different promotions that put their stuff up. So House of Glory, which is actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so let's hop in. Uh, we all have these and I know, I know my love, but what is your, uh, post-match snack, post-match meal? 
Um, usually like if we go out somewhere, we just go like, honestly, somewhere fast food. Cause it's always so late, you know? Yeah. Um, so like very rarely do we get to go to a restaurant to sit down. It used to be like, I don't know if you've ever heard of these restaurants. It's called Boston pizza. Very no, Canadian. <laughs> um, you know what? It's not that good. It's like this like big Canadian chain. Um, we used to go there all the time, but kind of lately we've just been going like fast food and then go to somebody's house and sit around and like watch wrestling and eat. That actually doesn't sound that bad of an idea. I mean, I, I might have to do that bad. one day. Like, it's a way to like wind down. Sometimes I want to go out and like have a good time, but then other times I'm just like, I'm really tired. Let's go chill. Cause I'm old. Like, I don't got a lot in my tank. <laughs> I I I started old and like I'm well aware like my life my shelf life for this for the sport that I love with all my life. Uh yeah, yeah I know it I know it's just it's not that much longer. And I'm like, all right, what else can I transition to so I can stay around and just like be the 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 weird old guy that's like hanging on. <laughs> It's tough. No, it's tough to think about, though, because I love wrestling so much and I love the community, but kind of same, like, I'm almost 40 and, like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. So it's like thinking about, like, I'm going to miss it when I can't do it anymore and I don't know what else I'm going to do. Yeah, I was telling I was telling a, f- a couple of my friends, I was like, listen, like, like, because I'm turning 37 next, actually next week. Um, and, uh, I was like this, I know that I have, if I want to make it to anywhere and make a huge impact, right. I have like maybe five years because mm-hmm. I, you know, I started at 35. So I was like, I have five years. That's it. That's, that's it. And if I want to make anything, that's it. And then at five years, kind of just straggle around just kind of do whatever I want to do. But I was like 10 years. That's, that's it. That's all I got in the tank. I know I do. So I'm like, yeah. let me take care of my body now. Let me get all the stuff done. Like continue like growing and understanding the sport but i know like when i'm done like that's kind of it maybe i can do like a sporadic match here and there but yeah Yeah. i'm not not hanging my hat on anything (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about this what's one of the hardest lessons that you've had to learn being in the business um honestly i think the hardest lesson i had to learn was like You know, I think of wrestling as a team thing, you know, like we train as a team and um, me and like my friends even wrestle as a team, we travel as a team. Um, And I think the toughest thing I learned was that some people don't and they're really just in it for themselves and they don't appreciate what the whole like group and what everybody can bring to the table and just kind of learning that people are kind of snaky in wrestling sometimes, not everybody, but there's like this weird cutthroat aspect to wrestling where it gets like competitive in all the wrong ways and all the wrong places. Um, so that was really hard for me cause I'm just not like that. And I've, never been like that in anything that I do. So it was kind of a tough pill to swallow to be like, oh, you're actually not a good person. And um, 
you don't have my best interests at heart. So I think that's the hardest part is that you have to realize that while everybody's like everybody's like on the same team of like a we're in this to give the fans like this great experience there's only so many spots and so people are always fighting for these spots and like bad like forth and then sometimes some people and i don't want to say like this but some people play on play dirty like they Mm -hmm. they're not just a heel as a character they're a heel in real life and they just they will they will they they will sneak you out in a minute yeah i know uh i just not that i'm gonna put names but there's a situation that happened where it was between like two people and the promoter really didn't have like the budget to take both of them on so one guy totally undercut the other dude and was like i'll work for like i think it was like ten dollars less or something like that and the promoter took it and i was like bruh that's crazy and it happens all the time from what i was understanding i thought it was just like this one incident but no 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 i was like this i guess it happens all the time i was like damn that's crazy yeah but like another thing not all the time but like i'm kind of seeing like people pick up on it sooner or later you know what i mean like good people are good people at the end of the day and shitty people are shitty people and people are gonna see it um but yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy because in my eyes, there's so much wrestling. There's so much wrestling to go around and like a high tide floats all boats. So like the better everybody does, the better we're all going to do. Like, so I just never understood, you know, the the real like snaky part of wrestling. Yeah. I always think it's like crazy because like, you just like at Maryland alone, right? There's like. There's, you know, we have uh, like Maryland, Maryland Championship Wrestling, MCW, ACW, Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, uh, EWA. Like, there's a lot of promotions in in in, in the state, and it's like mm-hmm. sometimes what I think is crazy is that this whole aspect of if you work for them, you can't work for us kind of deal. And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, like, why not? Like, I don't, I don't. That's like, listen, I know, like, and people will be like, well, you'll see when you get get you know, in this business a lot longer. I'm like, okay, but in the meantime, like, it shouldn't be that way. You could be like, hey, you can come work for me and you may put over my guy, which at my stage of the career, which it's only been like my second year, I'm like, fine, whatever. <laughs> I just want to work. Like, let me yeah. let me handle business, right? And yeah. I, I I like to think of myself as like the ultimate team player. Like, I'll just, I'll fill whatever role you need. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, like, don't try to think that you're going to be a, don't put the whole, well, if you work for me, you can't work for them. Like, bet that won't work for either, and I'll just keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. And Alberta has a bit of that going on, too. And it's unfortunate because, you know, I don't get booked in certain promotions because I work for other promotions. And, like, it's kind of their loss, like – Sorry, but like I make your show better. I will make your show better. And if you don't appreciate it or you don't see it, like I don't, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of advice would you give to like up and coming wrestlers? Um, I mean, I still feel like I'm an up and coming wrestler. Um, but honestly, just to like try things that you don't think that you can do, because that's been like the biggest lesson I've learned. It's just um to push myself and think like, think past what I think my limitations are because 
I got into wrestling super late like you and I was never really sporty. I never got into like anything. So I never thought I could do anything. So I kind of like, you know, found a really good trainer, Michael Richard Blaze, who was like, let's try everything. Some of it will stick and some of it won't. Um, and yeah, just like push yourself and try new things. I definitely like that. I definitely think that explore all options. And like you said, you just hit it perfectly in that. Like some things are going to work. Some things aren't. And those things that don't work, don't worry about them. Just keep it pushing. Just there's other yeah, things exactly. out there to do. I was mm-hmm. like, I came into this whole idea that I wanted to be like this, like technical type wrestler and found a trainer who trains in Lucha. And I was like, all right, bet. I guess we're going to try this too. <laughs> and so yeah. like, I just happened to find a bunch of friends who can do everything pretty well. So it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. to be able to like pick their brains and learn how to do like technical holds. But then like here I am trying to do like a 450, like off the top rope. And I'm like, we're getting this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just not good at everything and I'm not going to be good at everything. So I just like try to figure out the things that I am good at so I can make those even better. Cause like, I don't have to be good at everything. Some people are. Yeah. But some people are are meant to be good at everything (laughs) so uh one last question i have before we hop into the second best segment of this podcast um what give me uh give me one do and one don't of the locker room one do and one don't i think definitely do be like open and available to like meet new people and talk to everybody Um, because, you know, like I've seen people in locker rooms who just kind of stay to themselves and it's kind of nerve wracking going into new locker rooms and meeting new people because, you know, we're old and it's hard to make friends when you're old. But I think just like be open to meeting new people and like try to talk to everybody because everybody's got something to share. Like it doesn't matter their level of like, you know, if they're a vet or if they're brand new, like just try to get to know everybody and be super respectful. Um, And I think don't, don't shit talk in the locker room. Like don't shit talk other people. Um, One, it's rude. (laughs) And two, like you never know who's listening and it'll get back to them. I've known people who have, shit talked other wrestlers and they didn't realize that like they're you know you don't know who people know right and so they were actually like not removed from a show but they weren't booked on a show because they were you know people don't want that kind of energy in their locker room and like if you're gonna shit talk this person how do you know what like yeah just don't shit talk don't be an asshole yeah, I like that. I like that because I hate shit talkers. I'm a shit talker. Don't get me wrong. I'm a shit talker, but I keep it with my friends, and you know we shit talk well away from the show. You know what I mean? Like, because people are gonna talk about other people, and it's fun to vent, and it's fun to, you know, we're all human, but just don't do it in the locker room. Well, I tell everybody, I'm like. It's like so like this pot so this podcast has like opened my eyes to one thing, right? Is that no matter 
who I get to know, right? I'm always like one link from somebody who's somewhere that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And like, I say that because like my trainer, um, his trainer was Ruckus, right? GCW, CZW, legend, Hall of Fame, Indie Hall of Famer, you know, for 2022. And it's like, damn, if if it's that close, how much closer is everything else, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you may know this person who may know that person in the WWE or that person in AEW or that person in Impact. And it's like, the moment you put yourself in a bad light, all that person has to say is one word and that's it. Like you are just mm-hmm. done. Yeah. So yeah. Let's hop into the second best segment of the Three Count Podcast. Probably trying to figure out what the first is. It's right there. Sexy the Red Dogs Power Rankings that you can find sometimes on our debate shows because recently, yeah, there's a lot of wrestling and a lot of interviews to do and a lot of other stuff going on. So <laughs> I can't always do a top 10. But this is the Three Count Podcast 10 Count Questions. And Ms. Taryn, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions that you rapid fast. And whatever your answer is, is your answer. Okay. Okay. So- I'm kind of nervous, but okay. We're going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. (laughs) And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Oh, honestly, I knew these were going to be wrestling questions. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go, I don't know, Raw. Okay. Favorite movie? Twister. Hey, let's go. <laughs> I love that. Uh, favorite type of maple syrup? Favorite type of maple syrup? Are there types of maple syrup? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I was looking up different labels for some reason. I don't know why I was doing that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just like all maple syrup. There we go. I love the I love it. Favorite actor? Oh, favorite. And it has to be fast. Okay. Favorite actor? Um... That's a really, I literally can't even think of one actor now. (laughs) Too much pressure. Who's your favorite actor? Oh, so anybody who, so I will be 100%. My character is a mercenary who is believed like on the comedy side who breaks the fourth wall. So I'm very much a Deadpool fan. And so Ryan Reynolds is my guy. (laughs) Favorite actor, favorite actor. I can't think of one right now. (laughs) <laughs> All right, we'll come back to it. Uh, yeah. Marvel or DC? Oh, I don't know. I guess Marvel. DC seems dark. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Favorite cartoon? Uh, Archer? Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers is a good one, too. Gabby Ortiz, if you're watching this, I know you just love that answer, too. Uh, is it Moraine Lake or Lake Louise? Mmm... Lake Louise. No, it's beautiful. No. I just see, like, not all these are going to be wrestling questions. Uh, (laughs) Favorite podcast? Favorite podcast. Okay, so I just recently, I'm addicted to this podcast. I just did the show with um, Zicky Dice, and we were talking about podcasts um, at dinner after, and he got me onto this podcast called, uh, oh, damn it. I can't remember the name of it, but it's about, um, did you ever hear about the Kristen Smart murders? Your yes. own backyard, it's called your own backyard. Yes. 
So it's like this podcast that talks about the entire case and because it's gone cold for 26 years, but they kind of had a guy that they think that they knew it was. And I think that it's him too. Um, And now they have enough evidence and stuff. And especially through the podcast, like the podcast helped kind of like serial um, helped find like new evidence and like bring evidence forward and people were starting to come forward. So now the podcast is carried on into the trial. So it gives you like recaps of the trial as well, because like you just get so invested listening to the podcast that you want this guy to go to jail forever because he's such a piece of shit. Um, It's really good. It's I'm addicted to it. I can't wait. Like I'm always waiting for the next like trial episodes. Um, So that, and also this real housewives uh, recap podcast called bitch sesh. Yes. (laughs) I've heard about this podcast. I haven't checked it out myself, but I've definitely heard about it. So I'm like real housewives. So my wife is a massive fan of the Real Housewives, and what what makes it funny is that, um, okay, so not that we're pausing on the timer, but we're gonna pause on the timer because we can talk about this. So, you know, they always talk about in the locker room. There's always like those six six characters you're guaranteed to find in the locker room, right? So like the wrestler type, right? That's like I'm the wrestler, and then there's always like the shitty bad guy that's like I'm like better than everybody here, right? Yeah. The cocky asshole. Uh, there's always the military guy, right? Just like always like on the hunt or like the assassin type, right? Uh, the sports guy, you know, the genius. And then there's always like, um, then there's always like the, I don't want to say bitchy one, but it's pretty much like a bitchy one. Anyway, but you find these six characters that are like in every locker room. And when mm-hmm. I look at the Real Housewives, that's all I see. I see like, the six characters. So I was telling my wife, I was like, I see why you love, why you love the Real Housewives. And she's like, why? I was like, for the same reason I love wrestling, because it's turn your brain off trash. Mm-hmm. And you're just watching and you just enjoy because you're like, hey, yo, like this is crazy. So yeah. whether it's watching Teresa or mm-hmm. Nene or whoever right from whatever whether it's orange yeah. county or potomac right or jersey to georgia as atlanta it's so wild to me to see like the same like three characters mm-hmm. in every show and i'm like this is this is wrestling and then they throw then they try to throw like these like mundane storylines at you and for some reason they always go on vacation somewhere and it's just to me to me it's like it's the same show it's the same storylines recycled over and over it's like this is wrestling (laughs) yeah it is it's but it's so awesome because there's like casting involved and there's producers and yeah but it like you said it's mind-numbing which is what i love like i love to turn my brain off and I'm always catching myself like talking shit. I'm just like Joe Judas. I can't believe you, bro. Oh, he's so such bad. a piece of shit. <laughs> or I'm like watching. I'm like, damn. I really feel for uh, like Katrina. I'm like, yo, like I just I'm like, and I find myself like wrapped up in this too. And I'm like trying to watch wrestling at the same time. But I'm always like, damn, what's going on over here? <laughs> like, it's so good. You got to get your wife to listen to Bitch Sesh. It's so good. I have to do that. Uh, so nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Um, Michael Richard Blaze, probably. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's my 
he's my trainer and like a really good friend of mine and just a really, really hard worker. Um, he's been on WWE. He's done extra work. He had like the squash match against Braun. Um, and he's just like probably the best person I've met in wrestling, whereas he's the opposite of like every piece of shit you've ever met. He's so just nice and he wants everybody to succeed and he'll do anything for anybody. And um, yeah, he just opened up his own school here in Edmonton. So he's my nominee. And so for you who are trying to get into the business and you're up in Edmonton, yo, hit it up. There you go. Yeah, we'll put a link in there and we'll, we'll try to get you guys like uh, look up. Uh, last question, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show. Favorite curse word? Definitely fuck. It's, it's perfect. It's yeah. the perfect word. <laughs> it fits all scenarios. I and love then you it. can put it in between words. I think that's the best part. Oh, yeah. I love putting it in between words. <laughs> I love putting it into words. Word. Yeah, like re fucking ridiculous. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Bet. Well, those are all my questions that I do have for you. So, last thing I need is for you to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I was forced to get a Twitter. So, I have a Twitter now. Um, and I think it is TFA Wrestling. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. Um, and on Instagram, I think. I think it's Taryn from accounting. I'm really bad at social media. <coughs> That's like the hardest part of wrestling, but it's also the most important, or not the most, but it's like very important it is. to like know social media. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really bad at, I'm really bad at it too, because like I'll be like, I'm always trying to update the videos and tell people like, Hey, check it out. Like, you know, here, like for the three count podcast, right? For our, our channel, right? I'm always on Instagram and on TikTok and Clapper, which is another uh, social media site. But I'm always on those three channels, like updating all the videos as much as possible. Like, hey, here's what happened last night on Raw. Or here's what uh -huh. happened last night on Raw. I see so your stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so much work. <laughs> Honestly, even sometimes I'm like, oh, I gotta hit repost. Like, I'm over it. Yeah. It's like even just doing that, like, like repost is like the like, easiest uh... thing in the world. But I also know that like promoters look at that and they see like, oh, this person's actually like invested in our company. They're liking our shit. They're reposting. They're like sharing it in their stories and so it's like super important to do and it's it helps like the company out which helps you out so yeah and, and and it's like and to be honest like as much as i sit back and i look at other companies i'm just like i don't really want to do this but it's like it's three seconds but it helps out them so much and you're so like All right. that's why i'm always telling people like hey with us like just like our video or just share it with a friend, right? Like you may not like wrestling, but you probably have a friend out there who loves wrestling. So like, you know, yeah. tell them. Mm -hmm. But bet. So there you have it. She gave you her, she gave you her handle. She told you where you can find her or attempt to find her, right? <laughs> so, 
I keep it a mystery. You're going to have to do a little bit of work yourself. Yeah. That's what we like to do. Be suspicious. And <laughs> yeah. Mysterious. So like every good part of a wrestling match, we got to take this home. Because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Winter Ring. And like I said, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. The man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. And <laughs> like every good shirt, but you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's into ring. And you see her right there. It is Taryn from accounting, checking the books. But <laughs> you know what that means. Tune in to the next episode and be there or you're following all of our social media platforms. They're right here on the bottom. And if you guys don't know, you guys can just go look it up. Three Count Pod. If you guys are, you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You guys are also following us on Apple Podcasts, giving us those five-star reviews. And then you're also following us on Spotify, giving us reviews there. Or you're at least on ProWrestlingTees.com, four slash the Three Count Podcast, getting our merch. You're doing all that stuff and you're sharing with your friends and telling them about how cool this podcast is. Or you're you're really just waiting for this one to end. <laughs> you're waiting for the outro. And then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Yeah. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there. Find us at the three count underscore pod. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. Give us a like, give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com. Give us a subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the Three Count Podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Three Count Pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.